1: Ancestor by number one New York Times best-selling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm JJ. You might know me from such podcasts as Real Hauntings. And I'm here to play real or creepy.
2: Hey, y'all. It's Kat, another co-host of the Real Hauntings podcast. Um, you may know me as um, Kat. Yeah, that's about it. So, I'm here to play another round of Real or Creepy.
1: What was that? What? That wasn't you who said creepy. That was... Oh, no.
2: I
3: blacked I, out.
1: That, wow. I, don't
2: know what, I didn't hear anything. That
3: was so weird. That's right, everybody. I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here to play another episode of Real or Creepy. We've got the two OGs here. That's right. The original ghosts, JJ and Kat. And so excited to find out if these stories are a real hauntings or a creepy pasta. So we're going to jump right into our first story. It's called You Can't Come In. My wife and I went to visit my brother's family in a sleepy Devon town. We stayed in a lovely old cottage that dated back a few hundred years. We were staying in a ground floor bedroom and my parents were staying in a room opposite. Between us was an old wooden staircase that went up to a lounge It was a bit of an upside-down house. It all felt very warm, welcoming, and cozy, and my wife and I fell asleep quickly that night. Now this is where things start to get weird. My wife woke up in the middle of the night, hearing thumping on the wall behind our heads. She was about to wake me up when apparently I sat bolt upright and said, You can't come in. My wife tried talking to me, but I didn't respond, so she gave me a shake until I woke up. For context, I don't sleep talk or sleep walk. Not feeling particularly brave, I didn't want to go out and investigate, so we sat in silence and listened. Eventually, we decided to go back to sleep. In the morning, I decided to try and recreate the thumping sound that my wife had heard. The wall behind our heads was extremely thick, over a meter, and no matter what I did, I couldn't recreate the sound. Apparently, my thumping was barely audible and muffled compared to the extremely loud and close thumping my wife heard. Over breakfast, I shared the story with my parents, and apparently the night before, my dad had heard someone going up and down the staircase. They were the only ones in the house. And when he went to look, the footsteps stopped, and nobody was there. My brother came along later in the day, and that's when we found out that the building next door was a funeral director's, and the house we were staying in used to be part of the funeral director's building but it been sold and converted in recent years. This is the only paranormal experience I have ever had, but I'm fully convinced that it was a real deal. Till this day, I still wonder why that wall was so thick. Dot, dot, dot. Well, JJ, you uh, like a good thumping. What would you think about that story?
1: Oh, man. I personally have sprung up from being asleep and said weird things that didn't make any sense. I'm going to have to say it really did happen, but he could just be sleep-talking. Even though he says he doesn't sleep-talk, you might still sleep-talk every now and then.
2: So you think it's real and not creepypasta?
1: Yeah, I think it's real. I don't think it's a real haunting, but I think it's something that really happened. I don't think someone made up the story. As for the thumping noise, that could have been a lot of different things, you know? Just
3: old house noises, maybe a ghost. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? Did it add any credence to you that the father said he and his wife had also heard like footsteps going through the home and that it used to be a funeral director's house? You know, it had some of these kind of like quirky, weird, ghosty things that we hear in some of our stories. But it also, I think as JJ pointed out, had enough of the doubt to make it maybe not, you know, an actual ghost story.
2: Yeah, that was what like right off the bat with, All the sleep talking, I was like, oh, this is definitely a real experience. But the second he said that hasn't really happened to them before, that was abnormal. And then he like threw in the, you know, talked about the wall and the details. Some of it kind of sounds like it could have been made up.
3: Say everything he was saying was true that he experienced. Do you think it was actually a ghost story? Or do you think it may have just been like pipes in the house and just some oddities with his sleep?
2: That is an excellent point. Because if this happened to me... And it was something out of the ordinary because I'll talk in my sleep, but I don't get, I don't do anything extra, like get up or whatever. And if I Mm -hmm. had done something out of the ordinary, like what he experienced, I would have to attribute it to the house, especially if it was this new place with like this weird design and other people were hearing things. What else could it have been except maybe another person living in the walls or an animal, but that wouldn't explain like him sitting up and, oh, I can't imagine saying that or like jj sitting up in bed and like saying that i would be so freaked out
1: if i did sit sat up in bed you would just think i was sleep talking because that's happened you, before not
2: if you said something like super cryptic to me about like being there
3: what was it that jj so infamously said that we played on the podcast uh-huh. it was like i am special i am the one what was it?
2: i you know it he knows it don't he want to don't say it, it. <laughs> I, say it
3: i think i
1: said something like I am the image of courage, strength, and wisdom.
2: Intelligence.
1: Intelligence. Something. I don't know. I should repeat Very... that to my kid every night. That's so sweet. Sleep talking,
3: JJ it has a lot of self confidence. Apparently. Well, I I agree with you guys. I think there's enough here to warrant curiosity, and mm-hmm. I I think that. Probably most of this is what was experienced by that person, but there's just not enough information for us to go like, oh yeah, this is definitely a ghost story. Um, My favorite part of the story is the funeral home part. Of course, that's like the aha thing, but I don't think it's quite enough. You know, I'm with you. I'm on the same page with you guys. All right, well, let's jump into our second story. This episode of the Real Hauntings, Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries.
0: Shoppers get it.
3: This one is called Bizarre Experience I Had as a Kid.
0: Me and, my,
3: yeah, right? me and my mom always have random conversations about things. Recently, we started talking about ghosts. I've always been quite skeptic of the paranormal and never believed in any kind of ghost stories or anything. However, when I expressed this to my mom, she looked at me and said, I have a story for you. But if I tell you, you would shit your pants. I was confused and asked her if the story was about her having an encounter with a ghost. But to my surprise, she said to me, I never saw one, but you did. Now, I was super confused. I have zero recollection of ever having an encounter with a ghost. But my mom proceeded to tell the story of when we lived in our first flat together. My parents are immigrants and we moved to the UK when I was around two years old. Our first flat was in a small, very old town, and it was above a dry cleaners. There was a staircase that led up to our flat, and we were the only people that used those stairs. Now, here's where it gets creepy. At night, my parents would hear footsteps going up and down those stairs. When everyone was in the house, my parents thought nothing of it at first. But one day, I was alone with my mom in the kitchen. I told her, look, mommy, doesn't that girl have a lovely dress? My mom was so freaked out because there was no one else there. My dad gets home from work and my mom tells him what happened. He looks at her and nods. Her name is Jessica. She's a little girl who died here years ago. Now this is a part that mind ups me. During the conversation, my mom tells me that my dad is a medium and has the ability to see ghosts. I'm 20 years old and this is the first time I've ever heard about this. So I call up my dad to see if my mom's story is legit. He said it was all true and that he didn't want to tell me about him being a medium as he didn't want my perception of him to change. So what happened to Jessica? According to my dad, she fell down the stairs and died. That's the reason we heard footsteps at night. He even told me that as a kid, I played with Jessica in the house. She was protecting me, and coincidentally, none of us ever fell down those stairs. Eventually, my mom got so freaked out about a ghost living with us that she asked my dad to take her away from us. He let her out of the house, and we never had any paranormal activity after that. I'm sure you're seeing the theme between these two episodes, right? You got bumps in the night, and then you got stories perceiving from other people to kind of layer in the context of the hauntings. Kat, we'll start with you on this one. Where did this kind of rank on like your believability of the story? It was certainly more captivating, I felt like, than our first story.
2: It's always interesting to me to hear stories from my parents that I just don't remember when I'm little, and the fact that they're telling them that this really intense, traumatizing thing happened. (laughs) To me, it would be traumatizing looking back on it, but...
3: And that the dad's a medium. Like, that's a pretty wild reveal, too.
2: That part's weird to me that this is the first time they're hearing about it. Because I feel like mediums, even if it's your dad or your kid, like, they like to tell you that they're mediums. (laughs) Especially (laughs) in our experience. Right, in our experience. And I mean that with love.
1: And maybe they're not a medium in the sense of people like they have like a profession of connecting people with ghosts, but maybe they just meant they're like more sensitive to that.
2: Mm. I'm going to go with creepypasta.
3: Yeah. It's, this is one of those that I want to be true because the mm-hmm. story is like pretty cool, you know, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Something with it kind of makes me feel that way too. JJ, what about you? What's your skeptometer telling you on this one?
1: Yeah, I agree with y'all. I think, I'm leaning towards this being a creepy pasta. I think maybe there might be nuggets of, of truth in it it's something he doesn't personally remember but that his mom was like oh no when you were little this thing happened I feel like that might have been true that maybe he heard a story of you know something that supposedly happened when he was young from his mom which also kind of like Calls into question the the validity because you know he's also hearing this second hand now, um, so it's a little unreliable narrator in this story. But I think it's a great story. So
3: yeah, yeah, I've talking- to... Make it, you know, give it us a, a script treatment or something <laughs> to throw it into Chat GPT. I have been kind of uh, from doing these these little short episodes, like reading the stories. I start to picture them of like old. Are you afraid of the dark? Episodes. And it's like, if they go beat by beat, I'm like, oh, this kind of feels like creepypasta. Like this is something yeah. I would watch Nick at night, you know, after the orange couch. But yeah, it's a good story though. I mean, it, it's definitely spooky. I try not to read too much of the stories before I present these um, so I can kind of feel it too. And I mean, the reveal was really fun. I just can't imagine that a dad would have the ability to not only see ghosts, but usher them out of the house and never have any more paranormal experiences and never tell your kid about that that's um that's an interesting part well we did it gang that's our first episode with kat and jj on this new series of real or creepy that's Uh, the first one yeah we got three more baby you ain't going nowhere